What is up, everybody? This is Recap or Rewind. I'm Jay Lag. And I'm MB. And we are recapping and reviewing American Horror Story Season 8, Episode 8. And it's called... Sojourn. So- Sojourn. 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 Don't forget, guys, stick around for the ending because we are going to go through our recap roundups, our best moments, our best lines. So be sure to stick around for that. And for anyone who's just joining us for the very first time, thanks for coming through. Make sure you guys subscribe to the channel. And for anyone who is joining us again, thanks so much for coming back. Let's get into the episode. Yeah. So really quickly, yeah, the episode's title is called Sojourn. And I was like, right. I don't know what that means. So I Googled it. What that mean, though? And yeah. it basically means like a temporary stay. Like oh, it doesn't, okay. It doesn't mean like... It doesn't say where, but it just means like a temporary stay in, I guess, wherever you are. So it kind of makes sense with like seeing Mrs. Mead's story now and stuff. Like, sure. Yeah. yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. I don't know. But yeah, that's sort of where we are <laughs> at this point. OK. So, yeah. What did you think of the episode overall before we get into the entire thing? Honestly, the the first like 40 minutes, I was so bored. That whole satanic really? storyline was really boring. Yeah. And then the last like 10 I was like, oh, my God, this is so exciting. So, yeah, I would definitely have to agree with you. I think that there was definitely moments where I was like, why are we watching this? I kind of knew from the beginning, like where it was going to go. And I was like, OK, OK. Like I as mean, soon as we found out, they're like, anyway, we'll talk about it later. But and here's the thing, right? We did. We both did want to see Miss Mead's storyline and like how she becomes a robot and all of that stuff. So that's true. we do yeah, get yeah. that. Um, we, we that definitely answer. do get that. I don't know if I w- if I would have wanted it to be at episode eight, like this deep into the season. Yeah. But either way, like whatever, fine. At the, yeah, I mean, at the same time, I'm like, okay, like what else? When else would they have fit this in? Yeah. But because it happens right after his whole breakdown, so right, and we'll like, get she right has off to the die top. first, right? So exactly. So uh, starting right from the top, from that moment, uh, Michael finds the bodies. It it kind of just cuts right in. It's like he magically appears at the most inconvenient time like they literally burnt five seconds before that and so he realizes that it's the the warlocks and miss mead and he's like no like he's like totally shook and yeah he like he's just like really upset about it and then cordelia comes through and she's like um she's like it's over everybody's gone all all the people that you wanted on your side are all dead and he like when he realizes miss mead he's like don't worry i can bring her back and she's like no you can't actually because i put some like next level like magic spell on her and he's like no and he she yeah she keeps it reiterating like you're alone but we can help you like you don't have to go to your dad aka like the freaking devil Devil, and you can you can come with us and like come through and he takes her hand and there's like a moment where he like looks at her in the eye and like you think that he's gonna maybe like you know like Do realize it. yeah and um he's like no he's like somehow i'm gonna bring her back and then i'm gonna kill all you bitches yeah well, like that's paraphrased obviously yeah did you think at any moment in time though like no. what she did would have like she didn't even approach it the right way you know what i mean why what do you mean i just feel like she was like i killed everybody that you loved so now come with me oh like, totally there was, yeah like there was no real reason for him to even feel like anything but anger and revenge in that moment like how did you think that was gonna work yeah so like she attacks him and now he's gonna freaking kill everybody yeah so anyway i feel like next episode is gonna be crazy that being said yeah the one thing that i will say in this moment is like he never even tries to bring her back at all like he doesn't even attempt it which is like very un like i know that he's like sad and broken and stuff but like you'd think that like He's so hopeless at this point. Like, there's nobody left in his life that he would at least try at least once to bring her back. 
it, he doesn't you know? even try it, but I guess like his confidence is completely shot as well, and like there's no support behind him. Like all the warlocks are gone too, so like no one's really like egging him on to even try that. He's just like that's true. He's just being a Debbie Downer. He's just like sulking. Like yeah, no, I can't do this. Yeah. <laughs> so so yeah, that's what happens. He ends up walking into the wilderness and he draws a satanic pentacle, and while he's doing it, he's talking to I guess like satan and he's like what do you want me to do you have to show me what you want me to do like tell me what you want or like just let me die in this in the woods in the woods yeah and then literally it's like four days later so he's literally sitting there for four full days like no eating nothing and he's going crazy so he starts to see like a lot of weird imagery and i feel like we have to remember these things because i definitely like don't know like where they're going to come into the rest of the story but there definitely has to be some sort of connection don't you think yeah like so basically what do we see in the forest he's he starts glitching out um the first yeah. thing i think we see is like the two little kids and the kids, kids like do you want yeah. a great fanta and i was like um i do yeah <laughs> and then the other girl's like oh like i have apples and he's like no no he's like i know you're not real i know you're not real and they're yeah. saying to him like come to the light come to the light so i guess he was like on the verge of like almost death right but who are those people to him? I don't know. Like, and how, I think they're just and why like, do they want to give him I don't a know. I don't know. And then like, we hear like Miss Mead, like with a weird, like, like Arabic accent kind of like she has like some <laughs> weird accent and she's like lying on a bed. I was like, yeah. I don't know what all of this together means. And then we see a goat, which is very symbolic of like, I guess like witchcraft sacrifice, maybe and like the devil. Or, yeah. yeah or know. sacrifice. Um, but the one thing that he does see that I really want to talk about is he sees an freaking angel, like a literal angel. Yeah. And, like, what do you think that means? Does it mean that, like, li- like he's seeing his own death? And, like, that... Because, like, the angel was like, God loves you. Yeah, and, and like, that's the thing. Like, I don't like, really away. understand... Um, maybe our listeners can kind of comment on this. Um, but I don't understand all of that sequence. But mm-hmm. I think what kind of, like, um, intrigued me was the fact that, like, he's begging for an answer. He's begging for a sign, and there's no he's sign so from lost. the devil. There's no yeah. sign at all from his dad when he needs him the most, basically. So right. I don't know what the symbolism of that is either. Like, why is it when he's, like, legit calling him and he's down and out? Like, there's no sign. I mean, I guess in every, like, sad story, everybody gets abandoned at some point in time. I guess, yeah. Um, if we talk about, like, the Christian story, too, like... Why have you abandoned me? He, like, is crucified. So, yeah, I don't know. I guess true. it happens. But, uh, yeah, so this is kind of his moment of, like, that happening to him. He does have, like, a really funny, like, urban legends, like, uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt moment where he's like, what do you yeah, want Yeah, I me? die. He's like, what do you want from me, huh? What do you want from me? That's <laughs> from Scary Movie. <laughs> uh, so anyway so he ends up like wandering back into the city after he's like in the woods i don't know where they are i'm assuming they're in la so yeah right? they're in california it looked like a california like forest right so yeah. they're in like california and then he ends up back in the city and he walks down an alleyway and he ends up in a satanic church yeah um that's like down this like dark alleyway my assumption is like he knew of this church beforehand is that how he ended up there yeah, or did I he mean, just follow think, some dark energy like i don't know no no i think at first it looked like he didn't know where he was going but then i think he knew i'm sure miss me took him there like from time so anyway he's like chilling in the back and then we meet this chick and i don't remember her name as an actress but she's like a well-known actress um and she's like the dark priest and she's like basically telling everybody to be more evil she's 
Yeah. She's she says to them, you know, what have you guys done this week to like show that you're like ready for his apocalypse or whatever? And people are like, I stole money from the ATM. And someone's like, I cheated on my wife. And she was like, I stole from a nursing home and donated to the NRA. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she's just kind of like trying to get everybody to get together. Yeah. And like, essentially, he's just like moping in the back corner and he sees a woman watching him and being like, are you good? Like, what's going on with you? You look like you haven't eaten in a while. And uh, she offers him shelter. He like goes over to her place. And do we ever get a name from her? I never caught a name. No, and I was trying to figure it out. I could not figure out her name because she he introduces himself. She's like, "What's your name?" But then she doesn't she doesn't ever say her name. Honestly, I don't know anything about Satanism. Not that I and I don't want to get into it at all. But like, it's a very interesting way of like looking at the world. Like he's they're basically like everybody's trash. Everything and is the everything opposite. That's happening. Yeah. Yeah. It's and it's like all you need to do is suffer. You suffer all the time, and uh, you can en- you don't even enjoy it. Like you're not worth even enjoying it. I don't know. Well, it here's the thing, very, and like, she says something very interesting, and I, um, I yeah, you're right. Like I definitely don't understand what Satanism is and whatever. But she does say something like, "You have to be honest with who you are. We're all sinners, and." Like, we have to let our sins sort of, like, guide us, you know? Whereas, right. like, all these other religions, it's like, it's like hide your sin or, like, like cleanse yourself, um, you know, act like a normal person. Where, like, they're, like, just be you. Like, you got urges, right. do the urges. So, right. it was it's almost like and a like religion or a step. cult that's very much, like, just be you. No matter how fucked yeah. up that is, you know? Like, it's a really fucked your up way. Self. Yeah, like, just yeah. be. And she's basically saying, like, we're all evil. Like, we, we're all um selfish with our desires and shit and i'm like that's pretty much kind of true though so it's like you take your desires and you do something with it and when then you die you go like to the fires of hell yeah like, like they like want to go to hell it's like yeah everybody's everybody wants to go to hell the yeah. other opposite is like everybody wants to go to heaven everyone wants to go to a good place yeah. and be good so it's i'm not saying like i said i'm not saying that i'm, like, I'm not endorsing it whatsoever but yeah. i'm just saying so it's in a very this interesting moment way to see he it. also shows her who he is right his like tattoo in the back of his ear right so because because she's like we're now waiting for the antichrist and he's like i don't know what you're waiting for and she gets really upset and he's like i'm the antichrist and she's about to kill him and then he's like look behind my ear so that tattoo that we saw in the murder house episode finally comes like it yeah, comes to comes be like play. Yeah, it comes into play because I was like, wow, when are they going to bring that freaking 666? But, like, also, like, couldn't he technically just do it on himself and then, like, claim that he's the Antichrist? And that's kind of what happens at the end of the episode, right? Like, they say the same thing. They're like, well, that's just basically a tattoo. It's nothing special. (laughs) Um, yeah, I thought the same thing, but I guess like she like lo- like lost her mind. She got so excited. She's like, "Her savior's here!" Yeah, I'm so excited. So then it cuts back to Satan, like the satanic church. Yeah, and they have now two human two sacrifices. sacrifices. Like, yeah, let's kill these people though. And um, so then she walks kind of, in. Yeah, yeah. So before that happens, though, like I just thought it was like really, it's just really weird to watch how like funny they make these moments it's true she's like she's like this is dedicated to phil because he's our like new member well, and he's even like when, about to kill them even when she was introducing like the two people that were gonna die she, he she's like he's the doctors across borders doctor and then she's like a social worker let's kill them for like all the good right. work that they do in the world like it's everything is like flipped and it's opposite literally the full opposite yeah but it's just like it's almost like poking fun at actual like you know like christianity no or like for all sure those other yeah, ones yeah. Too. and i love like those how gospel she, churches yeah. and not know, to like, say there's anything wrong with that mass. not to say yeah. there's anything wrong with it it's just like 
they take those moments from church like even her looking at michael and being like money like with the money basket you know like yeah. even little things like that um it's just, just kind make, of yeah just to them make things up. feel like familiar yeah but it's just like the full opposite so yeah so grandma like brings him into the church <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah. she's like no, no 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 like he's more lit like he has to do the sacrifice let him kill the two people yeah. um and then he kills the two people whatever and then he she show like he shows his like tattoo yeah. and like the lights like flicker and they're yeah. like oh they're like, you must be him. he is the one yeah <laughs> and then um, that's it so the one thing that I wanted to ask actually and I wanted to ask you and maybe the you know our crew can ask answer this too but if he came to this church kind of like and that and you said like he probably was here at some point in time with Miss Mead how come they never even brought him forward in the beginning well like, here's my question too before that is like wouldn't that woman know who Miss Mead was? Like, Miss Mead was pretty, like, lit in that community. Like, she yeah. was a part of that whole gang. Like, it's very... I just don't believe that, like, nobody knew who Miss Mead was. That's what I mean. I just feel very confused as to this church in the middle of nowhere that he found himself back to. He seems like it was familiar to him. And, like, no one knew of him. And not even Miss Mead came forward and was like, this is our Antichrist. This is the person that we should be, like, looking yeah, out for. Yeah, I don't know. Like, it didn't make any sense. Like, that part didn't make any sense. And I don't think we're going to get that story. And yeah, if we do, just like, kind of roll with it. it. Yeah, just kind of roll with yeah, it. Yeah, you just kind of have a roll with it. But, like, at the same time, like, it's just going back to what you were saying in the beginning of the episode. It's like, why did we have to kind of elongate this story? Why couldn't he walk through those doors and be like... Yo, my, like, Miss Me just died. And they're like, you know, yeah. and they could figure it out. You yeah, know? exactly. Like, it could feel like there was history there. But, like, it's almost like he walked into some new ass place and everyone was, like, shook when he said that he was the Antichrist. Yeah. So, anyway. And the, there was a really funny moment, too, before we move to the next one, where, like, they're literally, like, the choir in the back is, like, singing while yeah. he's, like, <laughs> doing the, the yeah. biggest sacrifice. Like, la, 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 la. Like, yeah. it's so extra. Um, yeah and, and uh so yeah then it cuts to like the next day and they're doing like a freaking like potluck. satanic potluck yeah and, <laughs> and like everyone's every- just like so excited about him they're like we made you like shepherd's pie we made you like freaking like turkey meatballs like he's like okay, yeah. okay. he's like trying to like eat all of it like they're all so effing excited about him um yeah, for sure. but it's interesting because like he's he's supposed to feel happy and like supported but like he doesn't feel that at all and he tells the woman he's like this doesn't feel right or like i'm missing something um like i had my girl i had miss mead and like she's gone now and like i feel like you know this is all for nothing i'm a little lost because because she's even asking him like what do we do next and yeah like when when is the world gonna end he's like i don't know He's like, you guys keep saying that I'm an antichrist. You guys don't shut up about it. And you're making me feel like I'm, like, useless because I don't know what to do next. Yeah. My, like, dad abandoned me. My, like, my mom tried to kill me. Like, Miss Me's dead. Everybody's dead. And I'm not powerful enough to to bring her back. And she was like, don't worry, girl. I got you. And so she, like, gets her, like, next level phone out. And she's like, I'll find her. And he's like, I can't. Like, she's actually dead. So I can't, like, just, like, Google her and find her. Um, and he, she's like, even death, we can like figure this out. Anything for the Antichrist, basically. And so they like drive, and MB, you get like the nicest shot ever. Like I you, know, like, it's my favorite. You got your Malibu LA shot. Sh- yeah, it's my my Pacific Coast Highway favorite shot. Yeah, it was actually kind of random that like they even showed that. Um, yeah. But I guess it's like such a like kind of California staple. But so I think what they're doing is they're driving <laughs> up the coast. They're gonna go to, um, to Silicon, Silicon Valley. Valley. Um, And then they get to, like, this huge building that looks, like, basically, like, Google or Apple or, like, any other, like, tech giant. Um, And the girl has, like, connects. She's like, don't worry. She's like, these guys are going to help you. 
Um, so at this point, did you know that they were the robot people? Uh, yes. As soon as I saw, like, well, as soon as she said, like, don't worry, I got you, fam. I yeah. was like, okay, for sure. There's yeah, some, that's there's, true. there's definitely, like, some sort of, like, robot something happening. It definitely um, exceeded this. my expectations of where this story was going to go. They made okay. it so effing funny. I was cracking up the last, like, 15 minutes of the episode. I was, yeah, like, so entertained by these two guys. Those freaking bowl cuts the were bowl killing cuts. me. The so freaking bowl cuts were she, killing me. Yeah, so she drops him off, basically, and then he walks in. But before, I guess, he walks in, it cuts to, like, the inside. And we yeah. see Evan Peters' character acting as, I guess, like, one of the CEOs. And then Billy Eichner acting as the, the other, other CEO. The, like, yeah. best buds or whatever. Freaking with freaking dumb and dumber bowl cuts. <laughs> yeah. And they're just, like, so snorting good. cocaine. They, like, created a robot that, like, gives hand jobs. Um, yeah, like, of course, like, these yeah. guys, like, their first priority is, like, making robots that can, like, give yeah. people head. Properly. Well, I guess they make, like, sex dolls, which totally makes yeah. sense as to, like, where yeah. this kind of storyline was heading. Um, <laughs> so this girl, I guess, knows them. Like, they're, like, satanic, satanist too, I guess. Um, yeah. And then whatever. They're just, like, kind of fucking around in the room, like... They're, like, doing cocaine yeah. lines, all the, like, crazy. And then um, they're, like, did our package come, right? And then it cuts yes. to... Freaking Miss receptionist. Venable. Yeah. What the frick? Literally, I was, did like, you, what? Did you th- did you expect no, that at all? No, of course not, but it totally all makes sense. Now it all makes sense yeah, to me. Yeah, like, for sure. who the F his name is Wilhelmina Venable? <laughs> <laughs> and who gets hired in the middle of Silicon Valley, like with that freaking attitude that she had? She was so yeah, crusty. she looked amazing though. Like she was like all in purple, my favorite effing color. Yeah. And then like her, even her laptop cover was like purple, which is like, her color, that. right? Is it that all what makes she sense said? Now. Yeah, like oh, purple is yeah. her thing. So it all connects oh, to like why M- effing G. Yeah, she's like the one that kind of creates that hierarchy. Or I'm so curious if our listeners expected that because I really didn't. I feel like I should have thought that, and I didn't think that. Like, it was right in front of us, you know? Yeah, for sure. But at the same time, we still don't really know, like, where it's all going to go. Like, does that mean that they're a part of the collective? Like, is yeah, are so they the I'm collective? Like, I want to talk about that after. But so let's just finish that scene. So she she's like the receptionist, right? And then the package yes. comes. Um, which is cocaine. Which is cocaine. <laughs> so like it's a gigantic big of glass cocaine. of cocaine. Great, because, yeah. like, they needed more. Um, yeah. <laughs> and it's funny, because when she walks into that room with them... At first, she's kind of like, oh, they're my boys, like, whatever, I work for them. But then towards the end of the conversation, they were kind of, like, being disrespectful. They're like, hey, thanks, babe. Like, see you later, yeah. whatever. And you could hear, like... They calling her babe. They're like, babe, yeah. babe. Yeah. And, <laughs> and you can hear the resentment in her voice. Like, she was like, oh, yeah. Ugh, like, what are these guys, you know? Like, she's like so her attitude that we've seen in the beginning of the season, definitely, like, you can see it right there, too. And then she was like, guys, there's another... There's someone, like, waiting for you guys... At the front. And the one thing that I really liked is, like, the fact that um, they even show uh, the fact that there's, like, the music playing. I don't know if you noticed that as well, but Evan Peters' character, he's, like, the music is my, like, cocaine. He's, like, having that music playing in the background. And that's the same music that we hear in the bunker, which makes me also, like I said, believe that they have something to do with being a part of the collective. Did you notice that? No, I didn't notice that. Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see, like, where that falls into it at the end of it all. Um, but anyway, we'll yes, get back to that Yes, because you're right. The music does play a huge part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. I didn't even book yeah. that. I think it's the same song that is played in the first episode. Like, oh, he's playing okay. on the radio in that little area. So, so can yeah, I so, just ask you quite quick? 
because sure. you are mentioning this. Do we suspect that Brock is the guy and that Evan Peters' character is Mr. Gallant? No, and definitely that, not. And that they're planted in there? No, 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 no. Are I you, don't think so. Are you sure? I'm like... Because 75% sure. If <laughs> Michael, I don't even know. If Michael knows who Coco could be, aka a witch, what if he set all of this up so that like her boyfriend would have been Brock and like right. he can control Brock too, you know? True, but I don't know. Because that would make like, sense as to like why Brock, yeah, I don't know. I'm just getting ahead, it. but like, I mean, Michael, I don't know. I feel the like I wouldn't be surprised. There. Yeah. The like he's placed there, them but... into their lives leading up to the end of the end of the world kind of thing, you know? Like you almost feel like he did the same thing to them that uh like Cordelia did yes, to yes, the girls. Yes. To protect them for or hide sure. Them or whatever. Because right now That's he doesn't possible. have he doesn't have anyone, right? Like all the warlocks are dead. So right. he needs he needs his team, like, you know? True. So, but then again, like, I don't know why he would want, like, Billy Eichert, like, Brock to be, like, freaking blown up and mutilated the way he was. Like, he kind of, like, didn't really add anything to the story. Yeah, like, unless we see time. him come back later. But, yeah, anyways, I don't know. Just a thought. I was kind of, like, thinking. Yeah, I was, like. Good point. Good point. Who knows? But, but like you said, to that point, let's talk about the fact that, like, he this is the collective or is it the collective? What do you guys think? Um, and what do you think, MB? I don't know. Like, I do mean, you feel like be. this could be it? Like, it all fits and it all makes sense. And it makes sense as to why Venable feels like she has some authority over everybody. Because she's like, I was a part of the collective. Yeah. I've talked to people. I've made the rules. Like, she she knows that it's, like a, like, a situation that's, like, outside of her. And it seems like that. Like, and it also feels like if there were to be an apocalypse, like, the Silicon Valley would be the place to go. Like, I don't know. Like, everybody yeah. probably has, like, private bunkers because they're so freaking rich. Um, anyway, so... There's so one person that we need to like mention, just like shout out to her because she like has like five minutes of screen time. There's like a girl that they hired to literally give them blowjobs while they're working. Yeah, it was terrible. Like, terrible. It was so mean. He was like, like he literally he like, rolled away and she's like, Hey, I was working and like sucking his dick. He's like, Oh, I didn't even realize. Like I totally forgot. <laughs> He's like, Sorry, girl. I'm like so mean. Wow. Uh, so anyway, so yeah, they call in somebody to see, like Venable's like, someone's here to see you. And he's like, true, true, true. Bring him to the backpack. So that's the one thing that I was wondering too, is like, are, like, how did they not even meet each other? Because Venable doesn't know Michael, right? Until the time that they see each other in the, fr- the yeah. episode two so, or episode one. Yeah. So it seems that like she never even sees him in person and doesn't know who he is because he's like sent him to the back elevators. Yeah. So it's oh, like true. she didn't. She doesn't see him. Like, she never. She never sees him. Yeah. Because that's why. And that's and that's why they don't know each other in the future. Yeah. So yeah. He gets upstairs and then they meet him. And, and these guys like, are like high AF. Like they are they're like, yeah. skyrocket high and they're just dying of laughter. <laughs> they're like, yo, you're the devil? Like what? Like yeah. if that's the devil? Yeah. Like what? <laughs> like they're just roasting him. They're like, what kind of name is Michael Langdon? Like I thought you were going to be like so much scarier. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And he's getting and- like pissed. Yeah, he's getting cheese. He's about to leave. And they're like, honestly, though, like, you just, like, aren't, like, the type. And he shows them the tattoo, and they say exactly what you said, which is, like, yo, like, you could probably, like, burn that shit into your head anyway. Like, it's not that special. And then 
um in that moment though like i guess he's facing like the blowjob girl yeah and she's like getting shook like she's like no no no, i feel the darkness like it's not good i don't feel good and i guess it has to do with the fact that because they're both satanists they like don't feel that same energy as much as she does because she it's like like, overwhelming yeah a normal she's probably like a normal person so she like feels it more so she starts to feel it and then she like runs out. She's like, I gotta go, I gotta go. And then she like freaking bursts into yeah. flames. Yeah. And uh like R.I.P. girl. Yeah. And so then at that point 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 in time, they're like, Oh shit, like you're real for real. And uh yeah, then they have just like a full conversation outside. They're like, sorry, we doubted you. Um, and then they kind of give a bit of a backstory about the fact that they like used to work for a company, but like obviously they talk about Elon Musk, so it's like Tesla. They work for Tesla, yeah. And then they sell their souls to start a robotics company, which is what they have now, and like now they're billionaires. Um, yeah. So, so and then he, yeah, he basically like enlists them. He's like, I need you to make this person for me, Miss Mead. She was like my hero. Um, right here's everything and they're like okay tell us like everything you you know about her so that we can like kind of build her character and this became like full out like westworld like this was so freaky like basically yeah westworld yeah yeah so they go they make like a whole vision board um and they're like we gotta like make her lit though like we gotta like she just can't be you know like we're doing this for like the effing like antichrist (laughs) like we gotta like turn up this is for satan like we need to do it right so they're like oh let's make her a Mossad agent so um anyway they just kind of like you know put on the drawing board and they make her into like this sick person um and then we do get to see them like printing her face um what did you think of that whole sequence like did it take you back to westworld for sure absolutely i was so like i was kind of like what show am i watching like between this and like like the chilling adventures of sabrina i'm like watching so many like things that sound and feel the same yeah it's like apocalypse witchcraft freaking robots like it's so many things uh yeah for sure how about you um yeah no i loved it i was like oh i i kind of wish they threw a low-key joke in there somewhere like yeah this is like westward or something but they yeah you know yeah yeah for sure um but yeah then then she's like created and then that's the end of the episode right yeah she kind of wakes up um they're like once you turn her on you can't turn her back off um so then like she um wakes up um and then she sees him and she's like oh my god i missed you homie and then <laughs> I and miss then you, homie. That was they, it. They do. They do say that, like, at one point in time, like, you can't tell her that she's a robot, or else she's going to like glitch the fuck out. Yeah. So, and even right then, I was like, is this like a Westworld like throw to? But then in, yeah, they didn't really like maybe. continue it on, and I was like, oh, that would have been like a perfect moment for that. Yeah. Or maybe it is. Like maybe that is the whole situation. Like they yeah. realize that the robots are like, what the fuck? I'm gonna kill you. Yeah. But yeah, that's um, the end of the episode. Like I said, like I really love the back end fifteen of it because they were just so effing funny together, Evan Peters and Billy Eichner. Yeah. Um but the beginning, I don't know, the whole satanic thing was kind of like meh, but I'm glad to be was, over it now. So Yeah, for sure. Now we can move on to like the next big stuff. I think that Next episode, I feel, is going to be really chunky because I feel like he's just going to go off on everybody and kill as many people as he can. Um, so I think the cult, the coven is, like, in trouble next episode for sure. And I think what there's you, only what? 10 episodes. Yeah, that's what so, I mean. So, like, like, it's almost done. Nine is usually the most lit one, and then yeah. 10 is kind of the conclusion. So, so we'll see. It'll be interesting to see how everything goes. What are you expecting for the next episode? Um, I don't know. I, I honestly, I don't know what to think anymore. I'm sure we're going to see the witches come back, right? Yeah. 
and maybe like a like the war or the battle kind of before the apocalypse yeah maybe. it does it says the episode name is fire and rain but like rain in this in the sense of like r-e-i-g-n oh uh, okay so i said fire you know? yeah i mean i think that's what it's gonna be i think it's gonna be the big like war between the two of them the apocalypse happens and then we're gonna have to we have to cut back to the final like yeah yeah the, they to will the present time because the so. last episode's called apocalypse then so i bet you it's gonna like kind of resume from where we started the season got it, got it. one of the yeah. things i was kind of upset with before we get into our roundups is like this was like Halloween. Like the episode literally like falls on yeah, Halloween and there was no Halloween episode. And I'm kind of cheesed about that. Like it's they, true. they make these um, seasons like the perfect time that it does cross over Halloween. I don't think it's yeah. ever been on like actually like the 31st. And the fact that yeah. it was this year, like I'm kind of cheesed that like they didn't have anything about that. That's a really good point. Yeah. That's a really good point. I really didn't, I didn't know this until just now, but yeah, you're absolutely right. Like they never, re- and they usually are notorious for their That's Halloween That's what I'm saying. Like they're always iconic and there's always like a secondary storyline that like kind of weaves into Halloween, but literally yeah. nothing about that. I guess there's no real place for it because we already had like I don't a believe Halloween that. situation. I feel like they could make, they could fit it somehow. Like mm. it's Ryan Murphy. He can fit Halloween somehow into the storyline. <laughs> you know what I mean? I guess. I don't know. I don't know where it would have gone, to be completely honest, because we got, like, a cool Halloween episode with Coven, like, the Coven season. So seeing that again would have been kind of weird. And then, like, I don't know. Maybe, like, they could have done Murder House this this episode instead, but then they would have just pushed back their schedule. I don't know. Let's get into our Recap Roundups. Recap Roundups. Best Best moment. My best moment had to be... um, Michael meeting um, Billy Eichner and Evan Peters for the first time in that lab because it was just so funny. Um, they were amazing together. Like the three of them together were just hilarious because yeah, they were sure. just poking fun at the poor guy and he's just like, I want to make my like mom again. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. It was a good time. And like they're so, so coked up and like, yeah. like the jokes were really jokes. And their stupid wigs kept like moving. Like every I time know. Billy Eichner like moved his head, it would like shift. It would just like shake. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, why are they? Why do they have those fucking haircuts? It's so funny. Um, my best moment's gonna go to the satanic church. I know we were kind of throwing some shade earlier in the episode, but I, um, I like the little banter from that actress. I honestly wouldn't need to figure out what her name is, but um, I like the fact it that was she was kind of like yeah. throwing all this. Like, I think that like just like I said, even seeing that setting, it's like the same like classic church setting that we always see, but like the complete opposite. So seeing how like satanists would see those kinds of things and or if it's even real i don't even know yeah. for sure but like just kind of seeing that over exaggerated kind of look on satanism which was kind yeah. of funny um so yeah that was one my that was my best moment wtf moment my wtf moment was just finding out that venable's story is a part of this yeah. whole story right like that she's working for them i yes, thought maybe sure. she could be a robot like they could have built her maybe um because right. she's just even the way she's like standing and she's just so perfect and like proper um but yeah. yeah i don't know it was just cool seeing her though for sure it was cool seeing her for sure that's definitely my wtf moment too so i like kind of put that down as well um we can also talk about that angel thing really quickly uh in his kind of like satan dream or whatever um during the four days of him kind of just chilling in the woods do you think that's going to come back at all i don't or know s- i have no idea is that that angel was kind of cute <laughs> no lies um yeah so yeah it was really cool seeing how miss venable was connected to this run for sure mvp 
and just like leading into that like i i think she's my mvp just because i was not expecting her and i love how she's sort of she's working with these idiots and she seems like she's putting up with these idiots but there's a part yeah. of her that is sort of like rebelling against them and um that she's not down for down for them so i had to put her down as a i don't know who my mvp is to be completely honest i don't think there's any one person that like kind of stood out maybe it's that chick that got michael all the way to silicon valley yeah um <laughs> whatever her name like, was whatever her name was i think her name was like susan or something i think one of the guys billy eichner mentions her for a hot second be like she's uh, a crazy biatch oh yeah she? yeah true um but that's the only time we ever hear her name but yeah i think that just her coming in and like having so much faith in him and like taking care of him even from the beginning before she even knew that he was antichrist it shows that he you know like she means something to him obviously and she turned up for him it's like the only reason why he got a mead robot so lvp yeah my lvp is gonna go to um the devil himself because oh. he doesn't help michael at all this episode i he feel like yeah i feel like michael was like calling up for him he's like dad dad where are you and you're like, you're like not here so i feel like yeah. <laughs> um in the time when michael needed him the most he wasn't around and yeah i wonder if, if if there's like a deeper meaning behind that i don't know probably not but it's just kind of like where were you though i mean i think like i was saying earlier it's kind of just like that jesus storyline too it's like they leave them in in the darkest moments so they can like figure out their own life my lvp is gonna go to cordelia because i just feel like she didn't properly assess that situation to kind of get Michael back on their side. So if she wasn't planning to vanquish him, then her just kind of leaving him in the lurch, just being like, we killed everybody that you love, like what's good? Yeah. And then just kind of figuring out if, if he was going to take their side or not and like realizing that she's they're not going to take... Like, it was just a poorly thought out plan on her end of things. Yeah. And for her to even like let him walk away from that situation is like, okay, like he's literally the Antichrist. How are you letting him just kind of like dip so he can become stronger so we can kill you guys later like kind of an idiot she's kind of an idiot in that moment for sure the best line um my best line is from that lady susan or Susie, whatever her name is um and she yeah. goes every wednesday night brad pitt comes over and fucks me till the sun comes up on friday nights i get ryan reynolds <laughs> <laughs> that's funny that you say that because my best line is <laughs> From the Evan second, Peters' character, yeah, yeah. and he's like, "Thursdays we get Ryan yeah. Reynolds." I was I hoping, was I was hoping you would like choose that one as yours. Yeah, that's it was fine. so yeah, funny. For sure. I want to tweet Ryan Reynolds and be like, "Yo, yeah. just everybody out. be fucking you <laughs> on EHS." Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that's the episode, guys. Let us know what you guys thought about it. I think that it was like a cool transitional episode, but it definitely wasn't like a big Amazing. wow, you yeah. know, witchy like AHS moment. Definitely excited but. to hear what our fans have to say because I feel like we are kind of we weren't that lit on it, so I'm excited to hear if they were excited about it and if they took anything else from it. So yeah, let us know. Yeah, for sure. Tweet us or YouTube comment us um, under the video. Yeah. But yeah, that's it. And that's it, guys. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.